Hello, this is Alonzo Bowden. Welcome to episode four of Who's Paying Attention? My podcast, my opinions, my rant. I don't really rant. Maybe I bitch, but I don't know if I rant. But anyway, it's me talking about what I think about what's going on. Now, there's a few things going on with the podcast that I'm wondering about, so I need you guys to weigh in. One, they play background music while I'm talking. And when I say they, it's the producer's from the brilliant Sideshow Network who helped me with this podcast and helped get it to you. And I'm wondering, do you think that's a good idea? I kind of like it. I think it's something a little different. But if it's annoying while you're on the Stairmaster listening to me talk, let me know. And maybe we'll change that. And the other thing is a possible co-host, which would be a little difficult, but uh, I could do it. I'm just trying to do things a little different. And, and I like it. And it's not just me liking the sound of my own voice. I just think... There have been a lot of podcasts with two comics interviewing other comics, and uh, as I said before, that's been done. So please weigh in through Facebook or Twitter, facebook.com slash Alonzo Bowden, or Twitter at Alonzo Bowden, or email me through my website, alonzolive.com, and let me know what you think. I, I appreciate the feedback. Speaking of feedback, I guess people wonder, like, how did I develop my opinions. Why am I the way that I am? And um, other than a few sharp blows to the head during my childhood, let me uh, <laughs> let me try to explain uh, on different topics where I get where I get my views. When it comes to race, I am black. If you've never seen me, I, I promise you I am. It's been shifted to African American. I go either way, but I lean toward black. I was born in New York, grew up in St. Albans, and I was bused to white schools uh, before it was an issue. Before they raised hell about buses and said it was the end of America and race mixing and blah, 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 blah. I grew up going to um, predominantly white elementary school, predominantly white junior high school. When I got to high school, I went to aviation high school in New York. We had people from every country in the world. One of the most diverse schools in New York at the time. And we didn't talk about diversity. We just all wanted to work on airplanes and hang out. But that's where I developed it. And, and I think it's great. I think children should be mixed together for for lack of a better term children should interact with children of other races and they find out that a lot of the taboos and and all of that aren't true and um and it would lower the the idiocy level but anyway that's where i came from so that that's why i don't hate white people i don't fear white people i don't hate jewish people don't hate asian people i learned more about Arab culture in my USO tours through the Persian Gulf than reading a thousand things. And uh, guess what? They're people. They're not all horrible. They're not all out to bomb you. They are people going to work and coming home and raising their kids and doing what people do. So anyway, that's where my ridiculously liberal views on race come from. And um, am I against racial injustice? Absolutely. Does race racism still exist in America? Yes. Even with Barack Obama as president, racism still exists, and I call it out when I see it. Um, hopefully, the laughter eases the blow, but makes you still think about it, but it does exist. Um, moving on. Um, am I a union guy? Yes. 
Yes, I, I was brought up in, my dad worked for the city of New York. He was in a union. I worked in aerospace in the 80s. I worked for companies like Lockheed and McDonnell Douglas, and I was a union guy, and, and I was there when uh, Reagan destroyed the unions. And to those who are anti-union, when you have a 40-hour work week, union got you that. If you're lucky enough to still have health benefits, a union got you that. Yes, unions were bloated and overpaid. And yes, there was a time when unions and management should have worked together to save American manufacturing, and they didn't. But overall, I believe in that. I believe in collective bargaining. And no, I don't think the, the CEO who makes a thousand times as much as you cares about you. Back again in the late 70s, early 80s, when the CEO made, you know, 30, 40 times what a worker made, kind of lived in the same world. Now it's ridiculous. Uh, one of the best quotes I ever heard from Henry Ford, who was a capitalist, an industrialist, a CEO, an inventor, a smart man, said, never forget you have to pay them enough to buy the cars. We forgot that a long time ago. But anyway, that's where my views on that come from. I've also worked in management back when I was in aerospace. And were there bad employees that I wished I could fire? Yes, absolutely. But again, on a majority level, I go with, I go with labor on labor versus management. Um, that's where that view comes from. Uh, I'll talk about some others, you know, as they, as they come up. Um, I'm pro-woman. Women haven't done anything horrible or evil to me. Their rights should not be taken away. But at the same time, they can be laughed at. And as good as Baylor was this season, congrats to Baylor University. Brittany Griner is an amazing basketball player. Women can't play basketball as good as men. Look at Kentucky, a university that should actually be in the NBA. That team should be an NBA team. But um, plain and simple, men play above the rim. It's more exciting to watch. Okay, I'm sexist for saying that. I'm horrible. Sorry. Now, let's get to what's going on this week. What's the, the biggest news? Um, I'm going to go with Obamacare and the Supreme Court. This past week, and this, this is truly hilarious, just to show you that the government, both sides are the same in a lot of ways, and, and they make the same arguments, and they just flip-flop depending on the day of the week or what they're trying to sell. Barack Obama said, and I quote, I'm confident that the Supreme Court will not take what, what would be an unprecedented, extraordinary step of overturning a law that was passed by a strong majority of a democratically elected Congress. So basically what he's saying is he's confident the Supreme Court will not do the unprecedented thing and turn over a law that was passed by Congress. It's constitutional. It's legal and turn it over on partisan uh, beliefs because the conservative court said Obama's involved, so it must be bad. Now, there's there's a lot of views on this, and this is what's funny. Basically, Obama's saying we have activist judges, and the, the right wing, you know, Newt Gingrich and, and his whole group, oh my God, the president's accusing judges of being activists, blah, blah, blah. Well, they all yell about activist judges. They've been yelling about activist judges for the past 50 years or so on the right wing. Now the left wing accuses the court of being activist. See, it just switches. It's the same argument. You know what an activist judge is? It's one you don't agree with. Believe me. If the Supreme Court next week overturned Roe versus Wade and made abortion illegal, all the conservatives would be, that's great. 
that's constitutional. That's not activist at all. It 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 would be. This is activist. This this whole thing and and the decision hasn't come down yet, but I think they're going to strike down the um, Health Care Act, aka Obamacare, strictly because it it was presented by the left. It was presented by Barack Obama. If you look at the old Plan for America contract, remember that? Remember 2010, the Tea Party. Uh, Republicans taking over Congress. They had a plan for America or an agreement for America or uh, some slogan for America. And they had health care in there. And their health care bill said things like um, children should be able to stay on their parents' health care till their mid-20s. And there should be no upper limit for the amount spent on health care. In other words, if you have a, a long-term illness, the insurance company can't say, hey, we spent this amount of money, you're cut off. Uh, they wanted to eliminate exclusions for pre-existing conditions. You know, the, basically the things that are in the Obamacare bill, but but when they said it, it was somehow more American than when Barack Obama said it. And um, I don't think any activist judge would shoot that down. Listen, here's the thing with healthcare. Everyone fighting against healthcare, the Supreme Court probably going to strike down healthcare. They all have government healthcare. Has anyone looked at that? It, it is so frustrating. Every member of Congress has gold-plated government-financed health care. Everyone in the Supreme Court. You're in the Supreme Court for life. You have the greatest health care. If you get a hangnail, they bring in a helicopter. They fly you to a hospital. They, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. Come on, give these guys some really crappy health insurance, or better yet, no health insurance. They have to go out and buy health insurance just like the average Joe who used to get it from his job until, you know, the company declared bankruptcy and eliminated all benefits. But he used to get health care from his job. Now he has to pay for health care. And this, this is unbelievable. And, and I joke about it a lot. But really, if you're making the average salary in America, 40, 50, 60 thousand dollars, and you're looking at a thousand dollars a month to insure your family. You're looking at a quarter of your income just to insure your family. Now, why is health care constitutional? Here's why. And and the Democrats really blew it on this argument. And and I went more in depth in on my Facebook page. You can read my notes there, or you can read my blog and see what I said. But he, here's the thing. Obviously, I joke about the fact that people don't complain about having to buy insurance for their car. That's not socialism. And then the argument against that is, well, you have a choice. You have a choice to not drive, which is true. So not every American has to buy auto insurance because not every American drives. Every American gets sick. At some point, you go to the doctor, you go to the hospital, you use health care at some point in your life. And the law says the hospital can't turn you down. So if you show up at the emergency room, they have to treat you. Will they treat you poorly if you don't have insurance? Yes. Will they try to get rid of you if you don't have any money? Yes. They're in it for the profit. That's how it works. But the law says that they have to treat you. So if everyone uses health care, the government has a right to say everyone has to pay for health care. That's how government works. It's for the common good. Do I believe in big government? Blah, 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 blah. No. Is the government out to get you? No. So many of these people yelling the government out to get me have nothing the government wants. They're broke. They're poor. They, 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 don't worry. The government's not watching you. It's not out to get you. It's like the gun people. The government's coming to take my guns. 
No, they're not. And you don't need 16 Uzis because no one's coming to your door. Unless you're crazy. Then hopefully they will take them away. But anyway, let's get back to health care. So it is constitutional for the government to pass a law that's for the common good. If everyone uses health care, the government can say, well, everyone has to pay for health care. And since the single payer option, in other words, expanding Medicare to everyone, you know, a, a system where everyone pays a certain amount to the government and the government insures everyone, since they say that's socialist and that's horrible and that's terrible. And where did the left get that idea? They got that idea from the right wing plan in the 90s. That's where that idea came from. But anyway, since that's horrible, then the attempt is to pass a law that says, okay, you have to buy insurance from a private insurance company, but these will be the rules and blah, 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 blah. And some would say, wow, that sounds kind of right wing. The government's helping, you know, ensuring you buy something from a private enterprise. Corporations are going to make more money. They usually love that. You see, it's, it's all a big circle. It's all the same thing. They just argue different sides of it. Where did Barack Obama drop the ball on this? Too, too willing to compromise, too soft. You should have stuck with the single payer option. Should have, should have hardcore said, listen, this is the way the healthcare is going to work. This is the plan and rammed it through. When you look at the right wing leadership, when you, when you hear things like anything but Obama and it's all socialism, look, they're not going to compromise. Stop trying to compromise with them. Ram through your policies and, and don't soften them up. That that's my view. On the whole thing, but is healthcare constitutional? Yes. Should we, as a civilized nation, the biggest nation in the world, most powerful nation in the world, should we have healthcare for our people? Yes. Why? Because we're Americans, because it is American to care, because it is American, it's civilized, and it's human to take care of people who can't take care of themselves, to help the less fortunate who maybe can't afford insurance, and we come up with a way that they can afford insurance. Is that what Jesus would do? <laughs> yeah, actually he would to those ultra right wing um, so-called religious conservatives. And and I hate to sound like I just blame the right wing and I don't, as we'll talk about in a minute. But, you know, you can't claim Jesus and be against taking care of sick people. It, it just doesn't work. You can't. We love Jesus, but we hate sick people. It doesn't work. If Jesus was here, he would help sick people. He used to heal sick people and no story, fable, biblical um, event. Jesus never asked for your health care card. Jesus never said, hey, you have Blue Cross? No, well, then I can't heal your leprosy. He would just do it, and, and they didn't have a billing team behind him. So taking care of sick people is constitutional. It is legal. This plan isn't the greatest plan of all. But it is a plan, and it and it is legal. Um, Mitt Romney, how do you how do you pass the law that this nationwide health care law is based on, and then flip around and say this is unconstitutional and this is wrong and this is evil? Mitt, it's your law. And then I heard another Republican pundit say, "Well, the federal government can't do it, but it's okay if individual states do it." That makes no sense at all. Can't even. Can't even comment on that. How stupid is that? No, individual states can't. The nation needs to do this. Come on, we're in the United States of America. Let's step up like every civilized country in the world and come up with a health care plan. Let's use this as a stopgap and come up with a real health care plan. Also, America, 
You're getting older, you're getting sicker, you're getting fatter. You might want to get your health insurance together. Okay. Now, let's look at something else that went on this week. I don't know if you heard about this. The GSA, the General Service Administration, the, the, the part of the government that runs the government. The, these are the people who run, I don't know, office space and um, hire secretaries, I guess, and just do the administrative part of government. They threw a party. They threw a party in Las Vegas, and they spent $800,000 on this party. That's right. And no, it wasn't a party for 800,000 people and spent a dollar a head. No, this party was for about, I think, three, 400 people. And obviously the boss, the um, secretary of the General Service Administration, uh, the CEO, whatever, the woman in charge, Martha Johnson, she did resign. She shouldn't just resign. They should just take her paycheck. They should just take any money she's owed, whatever, and say, okay, this is going to go toward the 800000 What did they spend money on? You can just go down the list. Seven grand on sushi. They spent $75,000 on a team building exercise. And if you work in the corporate world, you've been to these team building things where let's work together and form, form a team. They spent $75,000. The team built a bicycle. I'm guessing you could buy one cheaper. They spent $6,000 on coins to commemorate the event. They sprung for everybody's breakfast every day at $44 a head and $20,000 parties and suites, etc., etc. And this is in Vegas with no hookers or drugs involved. That's not easy to spend that much money in Vegas with no hookers and no drugs. So kudos to them for finding a way to do that. But, but this is just bad. Is Barack Obama responsible? Yes. Yes, you are. Okay, you weren't at the party. You didn't approve the expenditures. It's your administration. It's your person who did it. So yeah, Obama, you got to take the heat on this one, President Obama. I love you, but man, did you screw up. And and it should just be, you know, now they're going to do an investigation. I love this. We're going to spend more money investigating whether or not it was wrong to spend $800,000 on this party. Let me save you the million dollars you'll spend investigating the 800000 Yes, it was wrong. It was stupid. Everyone in charge of this should be fired. Have they done other things? Yes. Are they great Americans? Yes. They've served their country? Yes. Blah, 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 blah. No. How can you be so stupid? What? What is this, 2003? When money was free? When, when we everyone threw parties like this? This party was so bad, Goldman Sachs was like, you spent too much money on this party. And, and granted, when Goldman Sachs throws a party, they do spend a portion of the budget on hookers and cocaine. So you can understand where a Wall Street company would get to 800 grand. The government spending this kind of money, inexcusable. Barack Obama responsible. Yes, it was your, it was your crew that did it. They're your people. Somebody's got to keep an eye on them. You should be ripping the ass out of the person who's in charge or the person who's in charge. You know, they just go down the chain from you to this woman, Martha Johnson. And how do you do that? You spend 800 grand on a party. They hired a clown, which I take offense to personally because they could could have hired a comic. I would have been down there. I'd be happy to be funny for my share of the 800,000 and for a $44 breakfast, living it up. Anyway, enough of that. Um, don't get too angry. It's the government. We all know it's how the government operates. And the government, did. there's nothing more inefficient than the government, but but it's time to uh, just hold someone responsible. 
Wouldn't that be great if, if all these people who talk about personal responsibility were actually held responsible for something they did? Which is a great segue into my next uh, topic. I am holding my head while I say this. I hate saying this. I hate acknowledging this. I hate talking about this person. But she's back. Well, she never went away. Sarah Palin was a guest host on the Today Show. This is annoying beyond belief. Uh, You know, it's so, so hypocritical for Sarah to appear as a part of the, quote, lamestream media it was so painful to watch them attempt to joke about it. Why, why can't they just sit there and say, listen, Sarah, your, your views are ridiculous. Your, your, your celebrity pandering is ridiculous. Your, your, quote, hatred of Barack Obama is, is nonsense based never on fact. But just, I mean, Sarah Palin recently said that Barack Obama is trying to divide the country, trying to take it back to the days before the Civil War. Trust me. No one black wants to go to the days before the Civil War. I know, Sarah, you thought it was 100% employment. No, it was slavery, and it was bad. Who next today? show? Perhaps perhaps Rush Limbaugh or, or Glenn Beck is out of work. And speaking of out of work, current TV fired Keith Oberman. Wow. Keith Oberman, too liberal for Al Gore's network. That That's staggering. But getting back... To Sarah Palin on a Today Show. Listen, I have nothing personal against Sarah Palin, but but let's be honest. When you talk about personal responsibility, you quit as governor. You were an elected official, and you quit for the spotlight. That's not personal responsibility. Um, you you, it's okay. They talked about Oprah's own network, OWN. Her network is in trouble. And they were interviewing the panel like, it will Oprah's network be around next year, blah, blah, blah. And Sarah Palin says, well, they'd be around if they brought in some patriotic conservatives. Okay, first of all, there are patriotic liberals. I've met some of them. They serve in the military. They, they, they walk the streets amongst us. They believe in the United States. They love the United States. And quite often love the United States more than conservative, meaning that the core principles of the United States, which is, we are an open country, a free country, a country that allows for different opinions. Liberals believe in that. They, they even believe that like brown people are welcome in this country or people who talk funny, gays, all of them. So there are definitely patriotic liberals. But here's the thing. When Sarah, when you yell that Oprah needs some conservative patriot, whatever you yell, like what are you looking for work? Is that it? Maybe that's it. Maybe she just needs a job. So she's over at the Today Show interviewing, and now she wants to interview with Oprah on Oprah's network. I don't know, but we've had enough of Sarah. And and every time, and, and NBC and the Today Show people, you're responsible for this. I know you want ratings, but but it just shows there is no media, there is no news, and and there's no two different sides. You know you know what I mean? It's like like the activist judge thing, right? So you're an activist judge if I disagree with you. Now Sarah Palin, who's right-wing Fox, I hate the lamestream media, blah, 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 blah. Oh, wait, I could be on a Today Show and, and, you know, expand my fan base? Well, that's different. That's no longer lamestream. I'll come over to you, but CBS, ABC, you didn't hire me, so you're still lamestream. Stop it. It's ridiculous. Man, how great would it be if, if Sarah Palin spoke and no one listened? If everyone just said... We're not interested in such an uninformed, juvenile, partisan, 
opinion. And and uh, it ain't gonna happen, but it would be great. And and um, you know, just to put my money where my mouth is, there, there's a show on Fox News called Red Eye, which I did once. It's kind of a their spoof of the news type show, and it's very partisan. I didn't know. I'd never watched it. I did it, and I saw how they tried to twist every response to every question to fit their agenda, and I just didn't do it anymore. And who knows? I might have developed a few new fans. Might have made, I don't know, tens of dollars. Somebody's watching TV at 3 in the morning on Fox News, but I passed. I'm not saying everyone has to be perfect and idealistic and stuff, but Sarah Palin on The Tonight Show should only be played by Tina Fey in a spoof. Okay, um, I've been going on a long time. I'm rambling. So let's cover a few other topics. Um, Trayvon Martin, that story is horrible. That story will not go away till George Zimmerman is arrested. Okay, Uh, this week, the family accepted the apology from Geraldo Rivera when Geraldo said, you know, wearing a hoodie does justify you being shot. And here's what's really funny. It was raining. Maybe that's why he had the hood up. Uh, Kudos to the family. I wouldn't have accepted Geraldo's apology. I wouldn't have gone on his show. The hell with him. You know, but but it's part of the whole blame the victim thing. But the the Trayvon Martin story will not end till George Zimmerman is arrested. Was it racist? Yes, it was racist. And and the people, oh, well, George Zimmerman isn't white. He's Hispanic. Does that make it okay? Is it okay for a Hispanic guy who appears white when you see him to shoot black people, shoot black kids? No. It was a racist thing. It was murder. This guy should be arrested. Um, The shooting in Oakland, you know, seven students shot at an Oakland nursing school. I I don't know what's with us as a society. I know this sounds crazy liberal, but we do have to look at ourselves and we have to see why these mass murders happen, why these shootings are, are systematic in our society. Why did he feel so estranged and separate that he did it? It's a horrible thing. He's responsible for doing it. Society's not responsible for him doing it. But we have to look at it. And we, we got to look at our gun violence and our insane love of guns. Let me clear this up. I am not anti-gun. I've owned gun, I owned guns a long time ago when I went to the shooting range with guys I used to work with. I get it. I know it can be fun. I love things mechanical. Guns are mechanical. I get people's love of guns. They register your gun. You register your car register your gun may have some rules about education let's know who has them it's not the government out to get you it's common sense in a civilized society that not everyone should be walking around armed so when they feel threatened that they shoot somebody it's insane dallas fort worth area i hope you're okay i know the tornadoes hit uh only a matter of time before pat robertson explains to you you were hit with tornadoes because your cowboy cheerleaders their, their shorts are too short and their tops are too tight. And that's why you were hit with tornadoes. Because Pat Robertson explains all weather phenomenon by the sinners in, in the city that's involved. Said it before, I'll say it again. Congratulations, UK. Congratulations, Kentucky, on winning the NCAA tournament. The greatest event in sports. Absolutely love it. It's so exciting. One and done. What a way to go. And the pay- players are paid much less in college than they get in the pros. <laughs> but that's that's a story for another day. Um, I am Alonzo Bowden. I love you guys for paying attention to me as I ask who's paying attention and I try to give my views to what's going on. 
Am I becoming a pundit? Ooh, I hope not. I hope I'm still a comedian. And I will be appearing in Burbank this weekend at Flappers. I don't know when you're listening to this. Kind of ridiculous for me to give appearances. How about this? Go to AlonzoLive.com. Go to Alonzo Bowden on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Pay attention as I ask who's paying attention. Thank you.